Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Neighborhood, neighborhood, neighborhood. Thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, this is the second half of the Raymond Santana episode. Um, first and foremost, I want to say thank you guys for all the love and support and um, retweets and reposts and likes and all that that you guys gave the last episode. Um, we're going to keep doing things like this because these stories are important to be told, especially on our platform. Um, so shout out one more time to Raymond Santana, the Exonerated Five. Uh, Corey Wise, Kevin Richardson, Yusef Salam, Antron McRae. Um, in this episode, this is, like I said before, this is a story of um, great tribulation and but overcoming. So in this last part of this episode, you'll hear how Raymond survived and overcame and what he's dealing with now and if there are any long-term effects or plans. Uh, so shout out to Rel. For getting this thing together, making it sound as good. Uh, shout out to Teach One Media um, for holding it down. Shout out to uh, Mad- L. Madison Photography, my homegirl Leah. Shout out to uh, Chef and shout out to Leo from the CAAP podcast for riding shotgun. And most of all, thank you. Now let's get into it. So you're outside, you're, you're, you're on parole, yeah. but you're out. Yeah. And, and the Raymond that went in was about the ladies. What's, is, is you still about the ladies when you come home? Is there, you could, you know, this this the part of the show where we, yeah. we're still men. So yeah. is it is it the, you're like, yo, I got time to make up for. Yeah. But but it's not, it's not because now it's different. Mm-hmm. So there's not an abundance of women. Mm-hmm. There's like maybe one or two, really one. Um, um, but because of what happened, like with the whole jogger shit, I don't want to be the ladies man anymore uh. because now I got this whole thing behind me yeah. that's like rapist, you know what I'm saying? Sex, sexual predator, level three. Were you guys as recognizable when you came home? Like when, when you came home and you're walking down for oh, yeah. second, people yeah. are like, oh shit, that's him. Yeah. 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 But not, not like this, not like now, Yeah, but people... People, um, especially in your neighborhood. Yeah. So there was this constant walking on eggshells, not to want to be around too many people. Now, also, you come home with this jail mentality, mm. right? That you know you watching everything moving. You you play the wall. Um, 
for me, you know, I used to get in the shower with my boxes. You saw it in the, yeah, in the series. Yeah. That shit was serious for a long time. I used to love to stay in my room because my room was the size of a cell. In my dad's house. Wow. And it wasn't until he said, damn, man, you in your room all fucking day. Like, come on out. And I was like, oh, shit, I am. What are you doing in your room all day? Watching TV, uh, trying to bring back my passion of sketching. Right. Um, reading magazines. Shit that I did in prison. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing there. Oh, you took the deep breath. I thought you were gonna do your Montel Mont- Williams. Oh, that makes sense. I be, I be watch. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm, I study this. You know, I know when a nigga take a deep breath, he about to say some profound shit, <laughs> some scholarship. So I really want to break down the the nucleus of yeah. this. Yeah, I thought that's what you had for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm in this story. I'm like, I'm blown away right now. Like, so, so now that now that you're in here, you, you, what gets you out of the room? What gets you? Out of my dad gets me out of the room, and it isn't till um, I think summertime, mm-hmm. like when it starts to get hot. Dad gets me out, like gets me out, go outside. Now it's all them like in '95. Now it's yeah, but now it's all these young kids. Okay, right. So you got all these young kids that were this big. Now they all grown, mm-hmm. and they running Harlem, like mm-hmm. my area. Right, 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 right. It's about fifty of them out there, and it's like, and, and then my OG, you know, they out there, mm-hmm. and they're like, yo, it's different now. Like these little they, these little kids, you know, they on their own shit. And so, what are your, what's your view of your OGs now? Like, what do your OGs look like? Um, you know how as we get older, like I know my OGs. I'm like, I can't believe I was listening to some of you niggas. But then there's other niggas where I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Like, what is what at but, that time? But what, my OGs are still running shit. Okay, you know what I'm saying. You. So there's a level of respect there, but mm-hmm. he's putting me on like, yo, it's a certain way you got to move because these little kids is heartless. And I'm go. I I've been dealing with these little kids for gotcha. seven years. I can maneuver this mm-hmm. shit. Um, and so and, and so, I don't really have no problem in my hood. It's just me walking on eggshells because everybody knows who I am. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And because you know, you know, people think you you can you know you've convicted. They think you did it. Then it's like it's hard to have a relationship. Was there ever a time where you're outside and you're like? You you want to like get revenge on on the people that put you in this predicament? Like I know we all as people have these thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you did those thoughts ever go through your head? Not at the time. No, it was it was straight survival mode. Because here I was thinking that I got a handle on life when I come out, and then when I come out, I meet with a whole new set of rules. So you don't even have time to be. I don't even have time to think about, about that. I'm too busy trying to swim here and trying to survive this current. So I don't have time to think about. The get back, you know what I'm saying, and so it's at that point that I'm trying to secure a job, I'm trying to secure a relationship, I'm trying to move on with my life. And you guys have all kind of accepted at this point your your fate, I guess. Yeah. Your, your your I won't say your fate. Uh, the title's being placed on you. you guys were convicted sex felons. Mm-hmm. And he, like, so your thought process then is no longer, or is it ever? Um, trying to prove your innocence. No, because like I said, it's now it's about survival. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? We can't think about the get back because we too busy trying to swim the current and live. So, so it's just strictly about that. Trying to get a job, trying to uh, stay out of prison, um, and then but and then you meet with all these new rules, right? Like I had a seven o'clock curfew, right? Yeah, that I, scene. That that was the scene that fucked me up. That yeah. was the scene. I'm different, everybody. That was the scene that <laughs> fucked me up because I'm like, damn, the nigga is out of jail. And and your parole officer, it's it's not even like he's being a dick. 
he, at least in the film. I don't yeah. know how it was in real life. In the movie, just like, listen, you can't do this. And he's telling you, like, because if you do this, they're going to lock you up. And it's like, damn, like, you didn't even, you just told him, like, you didn't tell him, like, there's no way out. This was it. Yeah, that's it. Because, because I mean, you got to look at it from their standpoint, too. Like, if, let's say I did do it, right? I'm a level three sexual predator. Like, and I'm in the street. I want many eyes on that motherfucker as we can get. You know what I'm saying? And so and so we was really clamped down where mm-hmm. we couldn't do shit. We couldn't move. We couldn't do nothing. And you just had to handle it. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, I mean, Yusuf was able to handle it. Antron, you know, he moved. And he was able to handle it. Kevin, I couldn't. Right? Mm-hmm. Because here I was. I had all this knowledge. And, and, and I kind of started to become a rebel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to live my life. I'm a grown-ass man, and you tell me I got to be in the house by 7 o'clock. In the summertime, that shit not getting dark till 9. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a fact. I'm in a little-ass room. I got a girl coming over to my dad's house in this little-ass room at 7 o'clock because I got to be in the house. So it just it, 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 it just started to crumble again for me. In all this, I don't know if you've ever, if I've ever heard you discuss it, and if I'm overstepping my boundaries, please tell me. Where was your mother in all of this? Oh, my mom. She had passed away by that time. Okay. So, so okay. she 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 died of cancer in 1994. While you were still locked up. I was still locked up. So so um so when I come back, she's gone. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And at the time, I didn't even know where she was buried at, right? So I couldn't go to the grave. I didn't know because I came from a big family, right? Mm-hmm. My mom had five brothers, mm-hmm. and they all probably thought I was guilty. So nobody helped with bail. As you can see, yeah, we seen that in the um. It was your grandmother's birthday. Yeah, I think yeah, they were yeah. celebrating. Yeah, and um, yeah, and yeah. that's a snippet of it. But 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 on my mom's side, you know, I didn't really fuck with them. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Because they all thought I was guilty. Nobody helped with bail, so I was like, so I didn't even know where she was at. Gotcha. Nobody actually told me. Um, Did that so, affect you in any way? Um, were you already so removed? From yeah, it? I was removed from it because here I was. It was just about survival at the time. And so, um, again, I didn't think about it. It was like you get a thought about it, but then it just moves away because you got to focus on what's current in front of you. Um, and then, um, and so, uh, and then that leads me to my first parole violation, right? Which is not in the film, though. Okay. Um, what you see in the film is when I get caught with the drug, drug case, yeah. the drug case. Um, but my, if, before that, there was a parole violation. And so, um, with the parole violation, they gave me a curfew violation, right? They said I was out six in the morning, which I was, right? I happened to come downstairs. It was a Dunkin' Donuts on the on the corner of my block, and I wasn't supposed to come out till six a.m., but I came out at six a.m. And at the same moment, some cats that I knew on the block was getting hemmed up, right? Mm. Um, and so what happened was this this dude that was out there hustling, he beat up this crackhead, gotcha, and I knew her. Mm-hmm. And he beat her up, and she called the police. They all got arrested. And so my ass, going back home, I stopped to talk to this kid that lived in the same building as her, right? And so me and him talking in front of the building, and at the same moment, police is coming to drop her off. Now, when she saw me, because I'm associated with these dudes, because I know them, she thinks this nigga's waiting for me. Oh, right? God damn. So she tells them he was there too. And so they, they they arrest me. They hit me with a robbery charge, right? And they hit me with a robbery charge and pro, a parole violation. So my first offer was like 8 and 30, 25. And I'm like, I'm not taking that. But the robbery, the robbery charge gets dismissed. Six months. Right. It gets dismissed. 
And you, you got to stay in jail. I got to stay in jail because they put a parole hole on me. And so in this parole hole, I owe at the time, I owe about two and a half years, right? And parole gives me the whole two and a half years. And this is 95. This is 95, 96. 96. So this you're looking 96. at, essentially you're looking at coming home in 98. Yeah, yeah. And so they give me the whole two and a half years. And um, and then this is when I, I go to adult prison. So I go to Rikers Island first. Um, you see Corey? No, because Corey's, no, Corey's already upstate. Corey's already and upstate. And are you, is anyone keeping in contact with him, or is it like in the movie where no. y'all just lost? We lost contact. Maybe, I, you know, during the whole time of being negotiating, I might have wrote Corey a couple of times, and he probably responded once. Um, but that was it. You remember what he said? No, I don't remember what he said. I don't even remember if I still have the letter. But like me and Antron and Kevin, we stood in constant correspondence. Yusuf was once in a while, but Corey was hardly never. Um all we knew was that he was at Wendy Correctional. Or he, you know, I didn't even know he was at Attica. I knew he was at Wendy. Um, but but that was it. Did you, you, you felt like... I always wondered this about uh, when I watched the film um, with, with uh, Corey's depiction. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like there was like a black cloud over you? Like there was just like the worst of luck? Like, for us? Yeah, for you personally. Like because obviously the whole thing that happened in 89. Mm -hmm. Then... <laughs> You got this bullshit ass parole. Yeah. You get hit with this two and a half yeah. as an adult while yeah. you're trying to do the right thing. Are you feeling like yo, my, like not, because essentially nothing you're being penalized for? Did you do? Yeah. So are you feeling like there's this, like what is that feeling? Yeah, I mean it 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 it, it really surfaces after I come back from the pro violation. So now I go to Rikers Island. From Rikers Island, I go to I go to Downstate Correctional. I go to Comstock, right, Great Meadow, which is Gladiator yeah. School, yeah. and I do twenty months there. And um, when I come back, here I am with the same, uh, the same shit, meeting the same rules and all that. And it's at that point that I'm like, yo, fuck these rules. You know what I'm saying? Like this is designed to keep me locked down, and now I'm just gonna be a rebel. And I'm like, fuck it. And that's when I cast it. Like, that's when I get into the game. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because now I'm just like, I tell my dad, like, this shit's not going to work for me. Like, I'm trying to do the right thing. They won't let me. So now I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. Um, I think you said um, in the film, the the, the kid's name Freddie, right? Yeah. He, he says he says to, or, or he's he's playing you and he's talking to, his dad, to your dad and he says, um, well, they, well, I'm going to be what they want me to be. Yeah. Or something to that. How true was yeah. that? What you yeah, because me and him had that. We had that conversation in front of my building, and, gotcha. and and I'm like, fuck it, man. It is what it is. I know I'm going back to jail, and he's just like, and this is after you, this is after you get out of this is after I get out the violation. Okay, because I'm back on parole. Um, and the crazy shit is like I owe six months parole, right? <laughs> and so logically, it'd be like just finish the parole and you free. But you're but, mentally, you're but like, mentally, they're I'm, gonna keep me here. Yeah. I'm institutionalized. So mentally, I'm like, fuck this shit. Like, I'm tired of this shit. I'm not working these bullshit jobs. I don't have to fill out an application to be on the corner or to put somebody on the corner. And so that's what I did. I I, I went, I um got 50 grams, bagged it up, I, you know, because I was considered like a young OG. Yeah, yeah. I grabbed some of the youngins mm -hmm. and I said, yo, this is what we're going to do. And the cats who had, who's holding shit down, they was like, nah, get ahead. Get yours. Yeah. So that was a sense of camaraderie that was there that yeah. you've never really experienced before. No. So 
are you feeling? So now you in the game. Yeah. You, you cooking. You 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 you. Now when I say cook, I mean yeah yeah. You're winning. Yeah yeah. You yeah, start. You start. Do you feel like you're getting? Yeah. You're just do now. Yeah, I do. At that moment, like you see Freddie, like Freddie bringing the sneakers. Yeah. So he bring the sneakers. He had the Mecca joint on. Yeah. yeah he was. Yeah. He was getting to. I said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know the points back then. <laughs> yeah yeah. No, but you know. I mean, but that's 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 how it was, mm-hmm. and it was really like I started to feel like I'm winning. This is it. I'm winning. Like I'm, by my rules, and and this is how I'm going to succeed until something happens. So what was your so what was not long term, but in that time is Raymond is the Raymond in that moment? Do you give a fuck about your classification in the justice system? Uh, if people give if if you're guilty or not, like nope. you're just yeah in the game. That's it. And so, so, talk to me as Raymond in the game. Like, what is that day to day like? Are you because what you got out in '95? You didn't see juice. You ain't see. Yeah. You ain't see who's the man. Like, yeah. are you making? Like, are you taking full advantage? You up at City Island and no. Seafood City giving no. up? Like, what, no. What's, what, I, what I'm doing is I'm on that block. I'm on 123rd mm-hmm. Lexington Ave. Right. Make sure that pack is moved. Yeah. That's what I'm doing, and, and that becomes my dedication. Getting that money, I don't want his shit. If you violate, you get violated. Get yep. off the block if you don't belong here. And and I was backed by OGs. Yep. So it was like, all right, because they understood. They've been through the system. They know what it was. Nobody's giving you no handout. Go out there and take yours. And at that moment, that's what I was doing. How are you, how are you watching for stick-up kids? How are you watching for the Jackets? No, we didn't have that problem. Not home? No, nah, nah, we, didn't, we didn't have that problem because certain people that I knew, they, they controlled a gotcha. the, gotcha. big portion of the block. So they like, nah, not that side. Yeah, not that mm-hmm. side. Don't come in here with that. So it was different. So how does it all come? Is, is it is it true what happened in the movie? <laughs> Stepmom brought, brought the Carter down? She brought the Carter down. God the damn. Fast, boy. Like, so, so what was that day like? So, so you know, I mean, that, I mean, what you see in the film, like when she's beefing about Tanya being in the room, mm-hmm. right? Um, there was... Several Tanyas at that moment, right? Because right? when you're in the game, yeah, all that cooking. shit comes with it. Yeah. And so she was always complaining about that. And one night, her and my dad got into this big argument. He got into a fight over it. And he was always like, don't worry about it. It'd be all right. And, um, and then she was on the phone like, I'm going to tell his P.O. And I heard it. And so I go downstairs and I go to talk to him. I'm like, yo, listen, like, she told my snitching. Like, we don't play that. Like, right. oh, that's your wife. Talk to her. And he was like, don't worry, she's not going to do none of that. I got it. And then I heard her say it again on the phone with her. On with a her, separate occasion. On a separate occasion. And I went to him again about it, and he told me the same thing. So I'm like, well, he got you know, he got under control. And so on this night, you know, I'm down the block. I just picked up, you know, some, some money, and I'm coming back to the crib. And so he meets me downstairs, and he's like, yo, you dirty? And I'm like, not here. I got some upstairs. He said, you got some upstairs? I said, yeah. And he says, well, move it. Because um, when I came upstairs, your PO was on the couch talking to my wife. And I go, all right. So now my thing is not to go upstairs. Got you. Right? So I don't go upstairs, you know, because at the time we didn't have cells. Mm -hmm. So I go down the block, make a call, and I call my boy. And I'm like, yo, Um, I said, I need you to come to the crib. Because as long as I'm not in the crib, they're not going to go in the crib. So it gives you time to go in there and grab everything right. and get it out. And he's like, all right, I'm on my way. So he's coming from the Bronx, coming from um, University, University Ave, yes. Cedric yes. Houses. Yes. Right? Because I lived there back in the days. So he's coming 
And so I'm like, all right, I got time. Let me walk back to the block. So as I'm walking back to my dad's house and I look, because our block was pretty dark. Mm. And there's a white guy standing in front of my building looking up. Shining. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck that white dude doing in the middle of the block? And so when he's looking up, I guess they called him and he turns to look at the car and I see the badge. Mm. And I go, oh, shit, they waiting for me. And I'm with one of my one of my guys, and I said, "Look, I'm out." And he's like, "Nah, nigga, do what you got to do." And so what they was doing was they was calling him to get him in the car because they wanted to get me in front of the building and jump out on me. Got you. And so I boogied on him. You know what I'm saying? And I ran to the next block over, and this kid who had a spot over there, he was like, "Yo, just stay here, you be good." And so I'm still thinking like, "All right, they know I ran. They went to try to chase me. I got away. They're not going back to my house." Right? Yeah. Still gives my guy time to get in there and get everything. Right. But what they did was they doubled back, came back around to my crib. And, and so because it's a parole officer, they have the right to search your room. Right? But they got to get into your house. Right. So when he got to my house, when she got to my house, she told my dad, I heard he got a gun on him. And my dad's like, he ain't got no gun. And she's like, does he have a gun in the room? And he's like, nah, 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 he ain't got no gun. And she's like, well, let me check. And he's like, go ahead and check. And then that's what they find. You know, um, they find all the stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it's at that moment, I know they got everything because now my guy gets to the crib. He sees them. Now they call the police because they got to turn it all over to him. And um, and so he's like, you, you got to give yourself up. And I'm like, what? And he's like, remember who you are. Right. You got this big case. You're in the paper. They're going to have you on, on the run. These motherfuckers going to kill you. Yeah. Don't take no chance. And I'm like, you're right. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I wanna I wanna turn myself in. And um, but it's at this point, I know I'm guilty of this shit, right? I did the drug case. Right. Right. And so I go in there with the ideology of like, I gotta negotiate. Right. Right. Like we're not gonna sit here and play this game with you because you're not gonna turn on my lights. So we're gonna negotiate. And and the first thing I tell this lawyer, I'm like, give me something that I can come back from. And this is a, uh, you got a public defender here? Yeah, at the time. I had a public defender because my attorney, who I had for uh, for the robbery case, this is where I first meet Michael Warren. Okay. Right? Michael Warren was Tupac's lawyer. Yes. And so um, I meet him, and, and he became my attorney. But he this he a G. He's out here in Atlanta now. No, that's, yeah, yeah. He, that's, he's that, a, he's the legend G. of Michael Warren. Yeah, he's a G for real. Like, he's still my attorney to this day. Cool, cool. And... No lie, when, I, when when my people reached out, like, yo, Ray got the drug case, he was like, I don't fuck with that. Like, Ray guilty. If, if Ray got that shit planted on him and they did him dirty, he would have been there. I'm here, but I can't respect that. You out there killing the people. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I got to respect that. That was G shit. You know what I'm saying? So he didn't represent me, so I had a public defender, and I was just like, listen, go in and negotiate. Give me something I can come back from. And so um, I go to Rikers Island, sit on Rikers Island for six months, max out for the jogger case. Um, I got the drug case now, but and then I wound up copping out. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I wound up taking, um, I was I was trying to get like a two and a half, two to four, right. some shit that I was right, like, right. I'll be back off right. of that. And so um, no they gave me bail at the time, but I had a parole hold. And okay. as soon as the parole hold runs out, my bail was 20000 so as soon as the parole book hole runs out, I'm already in the process of copping. Gotcha. So you know, it didn't make no sense. No sense at all. And um, 
And so I wound up taking the three and a half to seven, right? And so here I am, like, that's a drug case. Like, I could probably get work release halfway how I ain't get none of that shit. Um, Where they put you? So they shipped me to Franklin Correctional, Oof. right? That's um that's the Clinton hub. Mm-hmm. So I go there. Um, but now I'm seasoned. Okay. I know how to maneuver through the system. You seen um, anybody that you... I'm comfortable. You seen anybody that you grew up with, oh, yeah. quote unquote, grow up with? Yeah, yeah. All through Rikers Island, um, Comstock. Um, even, even, um, even in, in, um, Franklin. Is it hitting you that this is like, uh, like this is, I hate to sound like, I, say, I hate to sound like, uh, what's, what's son name from, um, what's son name from, uh, Men's Society, shot, shot, uh, why am I, what was the, what was the Islam brother name? That oh, Sharif? Uh, uh, yeah, not to sound like Sharif, but are you seeing at any point in time you're like, damn, I seen this nigga here and I was here and he was here. Now I'm seeing him years later here. Like you see in that cycle? Yeah. And is it, yeah. Is it starting to. Yeah, and it makes sense. And it makes sense. Um, but now it's like, I'm here. But but I have a whole different mentality. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not rowdy. I, I know how to maneuver through the system. I know how to get through the system where you don't even know I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm seasoned. Um, and it's 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 at Franklin. I'm in my fourth year when Mateus Reyes comes forward. Mm. Yeah. And so now you hear about that because the, everybody else is out. Everybody else is out. In except our, for Corey. Except for Corey. Corey's not out yet. So Antron, Yusuf. Kevin, and Yusuf are out. You and Corey are yeah. incarcerated. Were they giving you, or was you ever made to feel about those other guys at any time? Like, now you the prom child, right? Like you, you wilding. No, no, no. They never. Um, they never, because it was a time like when I came home, you know, I would go see Antron's mom and his dad. Gotcha. Right? And they was always like, yo, don't do nothing. You need anything, just let us know. Antron would call from Clinton, right? Because he was in Clinton at the mm-hmm. time, so I would talk to him. Gotcha. And I was just like waiting for him to come home. And I got locked up. Gotcha. So by the time he comes, he comes, I'm 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 on my way up. You know what I'm saying? So so I mean, but but there's also the, the understanding. Like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Ray couldn't function. We understand what, you know, we get it. You know what I'm saying? So nobody was like, you the problem child. You always fucking up. Right. God damn. Right, right, right. They was just like, yo, we get it. We know. Shit is rough. So now Mateus Reyes, um, he he come in. Now, had you had any interaction with him in the New York City uh, prison system at no, any point? Never. So never. you're in. He comes forward. Yeah. What is that like? Because at this point, you've already accepted that. Yeah. Listen, I mean, like, did you accept that? Like, you might not have accepted the other one, but you accepted that. This All right, one. listen, I was a drug dealer. Like, yeah. I was getting it, so it was whatever. I accepted that one. So you're, so now you're in the <clears throat> middle of this sentence, and you're like, how much How much longer did you have? I had about no lot, because I, I I mean, I always get lucky, and I, I earn these conditional releases. Right, right, right. Right, when you serve two-thirds, you get a conditional yes. release. So I had eight months to make my conditional release. Oh, so you was right there anyway. I was right there anyway. Um and um <clears throat> and so I wind up getting transferred back to downstate, right? Which is you know the reception, mm-hmm. and I go there and they put me in this room. I don't even know why I'm there, right? I'm just thinking because at the time, some kids I knew they got knocked locked up in my neighborhood, right. big conspiracy uh, shit. So I'm like, so that's what you, yeah. Them niggas coming to get me, God, right? And now and now in this time, because it's funny you said the uh, conspiracy. So at this time. What's the music that you're using that you're listening to to get through? Um, damn, this is nine eight. What am I listening to? Life after death, obviously. 
It was still it? rocking. Well, because oh, it came no, out in no. 97. It came out in 97. Mm-hmm. I was in Comstock when it came out. Okay. Um, I was in Comstock when it came out. Matter of fact, when Biggie died, I was on Rikers Island. I was in the same house. What, was that, what was that day like? Um, it was early in the morning, and C. Gutter was in my housing unit at the mm. time. And so um, I remember this cat from Harlem that I was running with named Ducey, uh was banging on the door. And he's like, yo, Gutter, put your earphones, put your radio on. And everybody puts their hip, and then they, they hear it. And then Gutter's in there just flipping, going crazy. And it's crazy because he was there with me in the same housing unit, and so was Tata's little brother, right, Chill. Right, right. Who, 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 you know, um, he was there too with me in the housing unit, and me and Chill ran together. Gotcha. Um, and so it was just like, it was crazy that morning. Like Rikers as a whole? Yeah, like, as was a whole. There, um, well, it, it was, there was a moment of, yeah. yo, we lost our man? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely it was like that. Um, and, and little Kim came to see Gutter, yeah. and he went on, he went on a visit. And everybody was just, you know, just trying to be in his corner and show him love. You know what I'm saying? Because we all lost something that day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and I felt it. And we felt it. We felt it. Now I want to say, because that was it. Was that was it? Was it anywhere the same when Pac died, or in the street it was? Okay, because you in, was home when Pac died. Yeah, I was died. home when he died. Gotcha. He, he got shot on my birthday. Okay, September seventh. September seventh. Gotcha. Yeah, he got shot on my birthday. Um. And um, because the streets was just going crazy for Pac at that time, like when that album dropped, and um, the joint with him and Method Man and Red Man, mm-hmm. right? Like that was like, that, yeah, yeah, that shit was it right there. And so, and all these young kids now who was coming up under me, they love Pac. Got you. So of course, when he passed, all you heard was Machiavelli and everything going through the streets. And are um, you picking a side? Or are you forcing? The, are you being forced to pick a side? East Coast versus West Coast, or nah? I'm you, not being are forced. Are you of the thought process of listen? I didn't live this real shit. Like yeah. I'm not. But Biggie was my guy. Of course, all day. Like to me, he's number one. You know what I'm saying? Listen, that's not a bad number one. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're picking the right one here. Um, yeah, but I, I, I want to ask you. I don't know how yeah. I slipped that. Um, the young kid, they love Pac, and you know I respect him for it. But Big was my dude. Like he was a lyricist. And so now. Now you're, you're, well, it's 98, so what are we talking here? Uh, DMX. DMX. Yeah, DMX is out. Pun is out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But matter of fact, that whole yeah, yeah, bad right. boy you're in the family right. is right. on a, is, is literally on a tear at that time. Jay yeah. is just coming out. He's opening up for the bad boy in the family tour. Yeah, that's true. Are you having any? Who am I? I'm listening to, I'm listening to X. Okay. Number one. Always. I'm listening to X. Um, uh, You know, I mean. Did you run into him in uh No. Okay. No, I never ran into him. Um, but I'm definitely listening to X because he just had that he that's the type of music I like. That fucking that gritty, yeah. grimy, that's that dark beat. Um I mean I, I like Diddy them, but they were just too too clean for me. <laughs> X was that. Yeah, it was too happy. Like right. X was that. You know, the Because pit. and it also represented your yeah. your your state of mind at the time. Definitely, right? definitely, definitely did. Um, and, and same thing with Jay. You know that first album was classic. Reasonable doubt, absolutely. Yeah, but but that that DMX. What's the series. What's the workout like? Cause now you're an adult. You're a oh, yeah. man. No, the, the workout is strictly like round the world push ups, dips, pull ups. It, it, it it's a little bit of weight in there, mm-hmm. but it's mostly that. Um, a lot of calisthenics. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all you did in prison. So you come home and you trying to repeat the same thing, right. trying to stay in shape. 
But it worked too though, cause you know the women are like, oh shit, this nigga done yeah, came home. Yeah, y'all niggas with the jail muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna hate niggas, got it. That shit, I can't get that. That was a good summer for me right there. That was a good summer. It was. It so, was. so Mateus, so you get brought down. Yeah, you have no idea why you're actually thinking that it's for. Uh, I think it's for that for the worst conspiracy. Yeah, and then um, they bring me in this room as these detectives in there, and they start talking about juvenile law mm-hmm. and juvenile cases, and they're like, "Oh, you know, we're trying to switch procedures, change procedures," and I'm like, mm, "Procedures," but I'm intrigued. I'm yeah. older now, so mm-hmm. I sit down. Like, so what you want to know? And they just strictly go straight to the jogger. So what happened with that? Like, did you? And I'm like, no, we didn't do it. We got coerced. This is how it went. It's false. We never saw her. We never did anything. And they're like, okay, but it's like, so I go, so what are we here for again? And they're like, no, we just trying to, you know, we trying to get a handle on how we could do things and make them better. And I play along because I want to know. Now I'm interested, mm-hmm. but it keeps going to the jogger, right? And so and then they pull out these pictures, a stack of photos. They're like, do you know anybody in these photos? So I go through the photos, and I knew a couple of cats, right, who were co-defendants. Mm. Now, Mateus wrote his photo. I don't know him, but his photo is in there. I don't pick him out because I don't know who he is. That's it. That's all I know. And they're like, all right, that's it. So I'm like, that's it. I can go back to my jail now. So they're like, yeah. And I'm like, all right. And that's it. I wind up going back to my jail, and um, I get back to Franklin, and I'm in the day room. In the TV room, and I'm like, let me go to my bunk, right? Let me go to my, because my, it's cubicles, right? When you're in the medium. So I go to the medium, and I see one of my guys, he's on the bed reading newspaper. And on this page is a picture of Mateus Reyes. And you had just seen him? No, I You had just seen the picture? I saw the picture, but it still didn't click. Mm-hmm. And it just says something about DNA, and I just, I stopped, and I said, I snatched the picture. And he said, yo, what you doing? I said, yo, I got to, this is my case. I got to read this shit. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah. So, and he had already read it. So now, you know, jailhouse, the lawyer, they're like, yo, yeah, this <laughs> right, a motherfucker right. that did that shit, DNA matches, yo. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then he's like, um, um, then he's like, um, then the special comes out. But rewind, right? Because I'm missing something. Yeah. So we in downstate. And then what happens is that after um, I, I talk to the police, I go to see a CO. And she says, your status is other. other. Mm-hmm. So I go, What's the st- what that means? And she's like, that's usually for rats. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right, right, your right. Your boy, you're not here to rat yeah, on nobody. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I had a couple of dudes that was in downstairs at the same time. They was in different, com- I was in complex three. They was in three and two. And Mateus Reyes was in complex one. Now, I didn't know. So one of my guys, I go to the mess hall, he's like, yo, Ray, the nigga who did your case is here. And I'm like, what do you mean he's here? He's like, he's in complex one. And I'm like, word? And I'm like, how you know? Because my man delivers the food. Got you. Right? So he gets to see him. Yep. And he's like, yo, he in complex one. He's telling everybody that he did y'all shit. He's like, my nigga, you going home. And I'm like, fuck out of here. <laughs> right. right? But and then right before that, I talked to my dad on the phone. Now, my dad had already got whiff of Mateus Reyes. Got they you. know already in the streets. Mm-hmm. So when I call him, he's like, yo, what's up? And I'm like, yo, I'm in downstate. They brought me down here to ask me about the old case. So he started laughing. And I'm like, what the fuck you laughing at? <laughs> right? And he's like, he's like, yo, they found the dude who did it. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yo, they found this dude. You coming home? And I'm like, nigga, don't play with me, man. <laughs> right? No lie. 
and I bang it on them. Right, like, I'm right, like, right, right. Don't waste my phone. My, yeah, you, I call you and you telling me this bullshit. Yeah. And so, but and then after that, how old are you at the time? Um. 20, 24, 25. It's just so crazy. I'm sitting here and I'm listening and it would almost sound like you're telling this story about a 34-year-old. Like, yeah. you lived in a full adult life. This, that, yeah. that, You're in phase four at 24. Yeah. That it usually takes a 44-year-old. You know what I mean? No, definitely. Like, definitely. And, and so, and then and then I go through that where I see the guy in the mess hall and he's telling me, you know, cats that I know and I'm just like, whatever. Like, and so in my mind, so now, fast track, I see the paper, right? I see the paper, um, the special comes on. Right. Where they actually have Mateus Reyes mm-hmm. up there. And so I'm like, oh shit, we gotta watch that. So we go what in, we go in the TV room. Like? And we see like the whole TV room, like that shit is packed. Right. But nobody know. Everybody don't know that's me. Okay. Right? Because they don't show my face. Right. So we just sitting there watching that shit. And then I'm just listening to the response. And Katz is like, that motherfucker. Like, I catch him, kill him. Like, right. dudes want to kill right. Reyes. Right. right, right, And I'm like, wow. You know what I'm saying? I see the support already. And then, um, <clears throat> so once that happens, um, I call my dad. He's like, yo, um, you got to get a lawyer. Are you allowing yourself to have hope at this time? Nah, okay. not yet. So I'm like, all right, so call Michael. I said, call Michael. They call Michael. Michael's like, I'm already working the case. He, that, he's yeah. on, he's on his job already. Yeah. He jumped on that shit, and so um, then I start calling Michael. Right, Michael's like, call me every day. I want to make sure you, I right? make sure you nothing happen to you in prison, and I'm gonna get you out. And I'm just like, yeah, all right, man. Right, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, listen, because even in the face of all this truth that is now in your favor, you're still not allowing yourself. I'm still to not allowing. Yeah, I'm not allowing it because I'm in prison. You know what I'm saying? And everything that I've been through, in my mind, I'm, I'm so institutionalized that I'm like, they're going to just make this nigga the sixth man. This is Ooh. how this is going to go down. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm bracing, I'm preparing for that. Mind you, I got eight months before I get the fuck up out of here. So I'm preparing for it to say he's going to be the sixth man. I got to know. The, the, I don't even know if that's desperation. I don't know what that word is that I'm looking for. Defeat. Right, you were that defeated to where you already seen the bullshit coming. Yeah, here's the truth. Oh, they just gonna say he the six man. Hundred percent. So when Michael's, when I, so when Michael's having me call him, he's like, "You gotta call me. You gotta call me." And so when I'm calling him, and he's like, "Listen, I'm getting you out of there," and I'm really like, "Yeah, all right, man." And he, then he's like, he says, "Um, you know, we have these court dates." Where they got to go to court now and all that, and then he says, December fifth, they're gonna overturn the case, and I'm like, yo, you still with this shit, man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 literally, this is how it went. This is exactly how it went. And then by this time now, the whole jail know who I am. Right. That hope, a little hope at this point. I, I, it, no, not even the whole jail knows who I am, right? And so now, when it starts, that little bit of hope. The whole jail knows who I am. Cats is sending me articles. Because now they're writing articles about us every day. And it's this all is going over. It's, it's 89 all over. All again. over again. And it's now it's, it's considered like it's like three months consistently. They're writing. They're still guilty. Medical report said that it was more than one person. Like they literally trying to build this case all up again. And so I got cats all over the jail sending me articles. Yo, read that. Read that. Yo, they're they trying to play you. They do this. You got to fight them. You got to do this. You got to do that. And there's a little bit of hope, 
right? But I'm accustomed to don't get comfortable with it, mm. right? And so it literally takes to the day of the overturning, like literally. So my people all go to court that morning, right? I get up. I'm normal routine. And um, my dad's like, they, they, they told me to call like around 1, 2 o'clock-ish, right? Like 1 o'clock. And literally, like, all the dudes are sitting there waiting. They all standing there. And I'm like, fuck y'all doing? They're like, nigga, we waiting for you to call. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, get the fuck out of here. Like, literally, they all standing there like, nigga, if you win, we all win. Right. You got to make that phone call. And I'm like, yo, I'll do it later. They're like, no, you got to go in there and do that shit now. And it's literally like half the fucking unit yeah. standing there waiting for me to make the call. So I go in there and shit, I make the call, and my dad's like, it's over. And I'm like, it's over? And he's like, yeah, it's over. And when I look, niggas is like, what's up? And I'm just like, it's over. <laughs> niggas like, oh, shit, it's over. This nigga's going home. And I'm like, damn, you motherfuckers more happy than I am. Like, that's how that's, right, right, my mental right. was that fucked up. And... They're like, yo, son, it's over for you. You out of here. And I'm like, I'm on a drug case. I ain't going nowhere. Right, because that's why I was going to ask you. You're looking at this as two separate cases. Two separate cases. Not realizing that you were uh, penalized on the second case due yeah. Yeah. back to the first case. So so uh, another cat, shout out to Wolfie, this cat that I met during Rikers Island all in downstate to Franklin. He's the one. He's on the other side of the, of the dorm. And he's like, yo, Ray. You got a lawyer, right? I said, yeah. He said, call that motherfucker right now. He said, because they have to resentence you because you was you was sentenced as a predicate felon. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? And so now this this conviction is wiped off your record. You got to get resentenced as a first-time offender. Oh, call God. your lawyer. And I go, all right, let me call this nigga. So when I call him, I said, Michael, um, this is what they telling me. He's like, I got it. You'll be home before Christmas. And I'm like... Yo, here you go with this shit still, <laughs> man. Like, yo, like, Fire. yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm literally like, he's like, yo, I'm going to have you home before Christmas. I'm guaranteeing this shit. And I'm like, yo, come on, man. Like, don't sell me no fucking dream. Right. And so it isn't really until they tell me pack my shit. They you remember like, that day? Yeah. They was like, yo, um, pack your shit. You out of here. And literally, like, I remember taking, like, Letters, photos, and left everything else, right? Um, and so they transfer me. Now this time I don't go to downstate. I go to Ulster County. Okay, right? That's like minimum offenders. Yep. Niggas walking in lines. Yeah. There's lines on the that, floor. Mm-hmm. Shit that I never seen before. Look like it looked like a ele- it's sad. It looked like an elementary school. Yeah, it does. It do- and I'm like, the fuck am I doing here? I'm, I'm every time I'm in through the system, I go to downstate. This time I go to Ulster County, and I'm like, oh, this is some other shit. <laughs> I never. Nice. This shit is like vacation. <laughs> this is nice. This is like I'm talking about this. This is jail, but I'm sitting there like, oh, this shit is nice. Vacation. And I bump into cats that I know there, and they're like, "Yo, Ray, what's good? You can't Ray go home, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, it's jail. Is it starting to is it starting yeah. to settle in? It's, it's like, starting to come like, home. Oh yeah, I'm starting to go home. I can't be telling niggas I'm going home. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I gotta go down. You know, right yeah. this out. I gotta go court. They're like, no, nigga, you going home? And so, um, and then they they um they take me from there, and um. They take me to Rikers Island, right? And um, I get to Rikers Island. They put me um, C, 
I don't remember. Might have been seventy three. Might have been seventy. So I'm on Rikers Island and shit, but I'm there for the weekend. Um, and so that Monday morning, when I go to court, um, when I go to court and shit, I come upstairs. I come upstairs to go to court, right? And um, and it's my attorney, it's Michael, it's Michael and Roger, Michael Warren, Roger Wareham. These became oh, that's my, the that's the that's the team. That's the team. So they sitting, they standing, they waiting for me. And so when I come up the steps and shit, you know, they uncuff me and shit. I come up the steps and they both grab me, right? And they just like roughhouse me, right, put me right. in your cold. It's like, I told you you're going home, right? <laughs> and it's at that moment that I'm like, oh shit, I'm going home. That's when it hits, right before I step out. And so um, <clears throat> so they bring me out, they resentence me, right? But what happened was that I already served four and a half years. That's a fact. Right? And so now, my lo- Michael's like, well, you're going to have to pay him because this is a case that he would have gotten probation. So he has four years under his belt. So the judge is like, no, we not. Time serve. Right? And so <laughs> the fuckers give me time serve, right? And oh, so, these niggas is different. Yeah. Oh, they give me time shit. serve. Like, oh, time serve. They, they sent me to one and a half to a four and a half. Um, I have four years. Yeah. So they gave me I, they, I, they, they gave me time served for the, for the four years. And then the, the six months, they was like, you're going to be on supervision. Right? So I'm like, supervision? And they're like, yeah. But don't worry about it. It's going to be, you're going to have no issues. Gotcha. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm getting out of here. And um, so I'm like, so what do I do now? They said, we got to take you back to your prison and then release you. So I'm like, damn, I'm going to go on it back to Franklin? Fuck it. I'm going home. And... um. I'm sitting there waiting and shit, and they're not coming to get me. And so the CEO comes over. He's like, yo, Santana. I'm like, what's up? He said, come here. I got to tell you something. So I'm like, what's up? He said, yo, they up there fighting in the courtroom right now. So I'm like, what happened? He's like, the judge um, the judge has to send you back to a prison to be released. Albany, right, which is essential, right. they don't want you back. So they're like, no, no, no. Don't bring that motherfucker back. Let him go from the courthouse. But the judge is like, y'all ain't been doing this. Y'all want to do this now? And they're like, yeah, let him go. We don't even want that problem no more. Um, because that, the, 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 the jail's going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so, and now you got all this news media outside. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. They're making their job harder. Than, yeah. yeah. So they go, well, send them over. They send me over to um to Queens. Okay. Queensboro. Yep. Right? They send me over to Queensboro. And as soon as I walk in Queensboro, like the whole jail just goes bananas. In the mess hall. Like, because when you walk in, so now when I get there, they got the white shirt that's outside waiting for me. And he's like, all right, I'm going to walk you through processing. You're going to be out of here in less than an hour. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> for real? It's like, yeah. And so when we walk through the mess hall, he's like, do you have a problem walking through here? I'm like, hell no. I'm getting the fuck up out of here. Right. We walk through the mess hall and the whole jail go crazy. Like, oh, shit. Super yo. supportive. Super supportive. And they're making noise. She always is coming to me talking about, yo, I can't wait for you to leave. Like, <laughs> you got this shit jumping, right? And I'm like, yo, like, it's a win. The whole system wins off of watching, you know, wh- what's going on. Um, and so, and um, and then um, they process me. And um, this is the first time when I'm leaving Queensboro is where I actually see the magnitude of cameras. Okay. Right, because I never really had that in front of me. Because you were already, because during '89, you were, in '90, you were already, you were locked up, so mm-hmm. you wasn't seeing that. You was mm-hmm. coming on the bus, 
So Antron and all of them, they were used to. They it. got to see it. You never seen this, and then when you get locked up for the drug case, nobody was. Nobody cared. They okay. just wrote an article like this nigga back in jail. See you later. Told you he did it. Yeah. So now I get to the front and I'm like, yo, who are these cameras for? And they're like, it's for your head. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And I literally had to walk through that. And that's what you see like in the dock. Yeah. That's actual footage of me leaving out. Um, and then I go home and I can't like. Now, what's that conversation with, with, with the other four? Uh, does anyone get in contact with Corey at this time? No. Still not. Still not. So with the other three well, guys. But no, but Corey's out. He's Corey's out. out. He's out. Just nobody time. can get in touch yeah, with him. He's out. He's out. They are in touch with him because now it's it's this is moving into that phase of after exoneration, strategizing, and civil suit. Got you. you know so you I'm get saying? out. You get out in ninety. This is two thousand and three. That's two thousand and two. When you get out. Yeah, when I get out. Two thousand and two. Corey gets out before me this because because what you see at the time is is um you know Corey's going through what he's going through right. And once once they find out that Mateus Reyes come forward, Corey has a bouncy on his head in prison, right? From 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 COs, yeah, right, COs and inmates, and so they got to get him out of there as soon as possible. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So he gets out before me, uh, and then and then I get out. I get out right before Christmas. So what is the conversation with? Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Just because, just for the, just, just for story building, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What so you're in there when nine eleven happens? Yeah. What what is that like? I was I was I was in my cubicle. I woke up. All the lights was out. This is early in the day, so it's still bright out, mm-hmm. right? So I wake up. And you're in. Portland. I'm in Franklin. Franklin. I'm in Franklin. I'm in Franklin. I wake up. I walk out the cubicle. Cubicle because I go to the bathroom to wash my face, brush my teeth. Everybody's in the day room. So I'm like, damn, what the fuck, everybody? I mean, everybody. That shit's packed all the wall. So I come in. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And they're like, yo, the fucking towers fell. And I'm like, are you serious? And everybody's in there watching that shit. Um, and we're just watching, like, the footage, you know, when they show people, like, um, jumping, right? And that shit was like, wow, that shit is crazy. And then after a while, everything goes dead. 
Oh See, yeah, because we wind up losing yeah. power. And everybody in New York, everybody in New York understands. If you didn't have cable, yeah, you when the towers dropped, that's when you lost everything. Yeah, we was able to watch it for a little while, and then it went dead until that na- until that night they got it back up. But there was cats who were scheduled to go home; they couldn't leave. They had to wait. Yeah, that's. I mean, it affected everything. Everything, even even release dates. Was there any type of was there that unification within the prison that we were seeing outside of New York? Like I remember in New York, there was for at least a good year, there was no real black versus white racism. It, uh, like there seemed to be like a unification. Yeah, I don't know about that. That was prison. It's right, 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 right. Still sharpening up the shank. Listen, <laughs> you owe me them stamps, homie. You gotta get those up. Like this is business. Right, right, right. So no, it was, I mean it just. I mean it lasted for a little while because you know cats are reading Time magazine. Yeah. They read articles about it, and then it turns back to. Uh, do you have at that time? Do you have the? Do you have the ability to sympathize, empathize, or feel bad? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, definitely. Especially when you seeing like people jumping and shit like that. It's like, wow, like this is how serious this shit got. You know what I'm saying? Where people are actually they rather they rather jump off the building. Than just Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So yeah, so we, we fast forward that and I, I always keep coming back to it because music is such a big thing to yeah. me and, and through our conversation offline, I know it so now that you're out. We're in the Jay Z is the man. Oh yeah, Jay Z is is the man all across the board. What what is now that you like you said you're entering this stage of strategizing and yeah. you got uh, it's exoneration and you guys are about to what what's that thought process and what's the music fueling that? Um, no, definitely Jay, like definitely Jay because now I come back. Um, one of my homegirls is working at Rockaway. You know, okay, shout out Pearl, um, and and um. And so I, I I get the plug through her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like still jiggy. Yeah, my still whole closet fly. Yeah. is rockaway it out. You know what I'm saying? And her husband is my best friend at this time now because we meet, we click. Um, and so they introduced me to that, like rockaway Jay. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a man and and state property right. and, and all that stuff. So I'm on that wave because and you know, 0350 just comes out. Oh no, yeah, yeah, but that's that's like. That's the tidal wave. Like that comes in just tsunamis, everything. Right, right, right. But again, that was that to me. That that fifty album was that D, like that DMX. That, okay, it, it was, becomes like get rich or die trying to remind yeah, you of that. Yeah, yeah, and it be it becomes my my like my theme music like day in and day out. Everything fifty mm-hmm. had back then. That's everything, all the mixtapes, everything was. Just, so was it? Was this time out like this time out? Do you feel like it was a? Uh, kind of like you know, referencing the Nas record, like a second childhood. Like now, you get to, you you, you have literally a clean slate this time. Yeah. You're not coming out with all the bullshit you came out with in '95. Yeah. What's the thought process? What the, what is the hope? So so now, what happens is that I come out. Um, it's time to strategize against the system, right? Because we have the civil suit that's coming, but it gets real. Like my, you know, Michael says, listen. This is going to be a battle. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a long one. You guys got to be in this shit for the long haul. Like, this shit is serious. Everything depends on this. All the chips, you all in. And so, um, for me, it was like, all right, I got to get a job, right? And so, I wound up meeting the dean at Mega Evers College, right? Okay. Shout out Dean Jones. And um, I, I wound up getting a job at the admissions office. And then I'm going to college at the same time, right? Which is right in line with prepare me for the battle. Right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm gripping up. 
I'm getting my thoughts together. Mm-hmm. I'm getting educated. I'm sharpening my sword. Um, and so I go to Mega Evers College, and I go there for about a year, working in the missions office. And I meet um, I meet my daughter's mama. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And so, uh, we we have Malia, and and then it really turns serious because now I'm 27 years old, and I got this baby. And I'm like, I got to really provide. You know what I'm saying? So the civil suit is pending, but I'm not really worried about that because I got a, but I got a job. So my focus is just about her. You know what I'm saying? Everything becomes her. Um, but it also, but also the, the, the civil suit becomes serious because it all depends. Everything, all, it, everything depends on her. You know what I'm saying? And it's at this point that everything that I've been through in those last 20 something 30 years it all comes into perspective mm-hmm. it all makes sense now the books the knowledge what i've been through what happened to us who i become you know what i'm saying it's like i step into that role now just of being an activist are you seeing the uh the su- the success that those people and when i said i don't like to say their names uh, no need to give them any more shine but are you seeing the success uh, that the people who railroaded you are getting at that time? Yeah. I mean, but you see it throughout, okay. right? Because you have Mike Sheehan who um, who went on to be an actor. He's in several movies, mm-hmm. right? He's He was also on Fox Channel 11. He was on Fox 5. He was a reporter, right? Right. And then you hear about Linda Fairstein with all the books. So you see this success is right in your face, but you can't do nothing about it. But now when you start to step into that role... You start to say, all right, we could do something now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now we 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 grown. So now we're not afraid no more. So this is the moment that we take the fight back. Like literally. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, and and it's it's perfect time because you just come off of exoneration. Everybody's behind you at that moment. And so you gotta lead the charge. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we do. So now you take that momentum, y'all win. What did that one feel like? Does it it because everybody says, "Oh, you get forty million. I'm like, "You niggas are retarded. You think they didn't get forty million a piece? Like it's forty yeah. million got split. Yeah. There's lawyers. Yeah, but it still brings back the the it begs the question: what what's 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 a black life really cost? What's a dollar really? Well, worth? you know what happens is that um, what happens is that people think that they just gave us the money. Mm-hmm. Like they forget it was eleven year process. Right. Average civil suit in the Fed, well, average civil suit takes about seven years. Right. Right? Max. Our shit was eleven. And so what happened is that um when we first got when we first got released, we filed in the court of claims. Everybody files in the court of claims. Right. But what happens is that the court of claims is limited. So a judge will sit there and they they, they pay you based on the amount of time you spent in prison. Nothing else. Right. Right? So they'll sit there and come with this bogus shit like, well, here's 800000 for the five of you. And so Michael Warren, be, being Michael Warren, he says, well, give me a minute. Let me think about that. And then he comes back and he hits them with a federal suit. And they go, what are you doing? Why do you file that? And he says, because we need to know everything. And once you file in the federal court, feds is the middleman. They don't play that shit. You're not holding nothing. Right. Open that door, bring out all those files and turn them over. Release all that discovery. And it's at that point that when we get all that discovery, we really f- find out what happened. Oh, so there were still things unknown to you There's guys. There's a shitload of things unknown that people people still don't know about to this day. 
there's a tangible paper trail of the BS? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Like, not that long ago, City released over 100,000 pages, right, of the investigation. But what they released was the beginning of the investigation. That's where the Tribute Mm T-shirt, that's where Mm -hmm. that came from. That came from them releasing that to public records. So when people read those, those pages, they're like, oh, see, they still guilty. But what you didn't see was the 90 depositions that come behind it, which just got released maybe a couple months ago. And 90 depositions. Over 90 depositions that we get to sit in and sit across from people that we're accusing of doing is wrong and get them on record. With a stenographer in the room and everything. All that. And so when you can actually see somebody like Commissioner Ray Kelly, who had nothing to do in 89, but he comes in there now in a deposition, and he sits there and he says, Mateus Reyes is creditable for the four rapes and the murder, but he's not credible for the Jaga case. That's that's record. That's that's documented. Where where you can see there's emails between him and Robin Morgenthorff, who is the, the dis- district attorney, and the district attorney is telling them, y'all dirty. Y'all want y'all want access to Reyes, and y'all want to tamper this case, and y'all wanna y'all wanna make him the sixth man. Y'all would not get access to him. This is emails that the district attorney is that saying. the district attorney is saying, not that we saying. The district attorney, and just for those who don't know, who are <laughs> unsure, who just might watch SVU, the district attorney is the person who works to uh, convict the criminals. So they are saying now, y'all wildin'. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I mean, when you when when you when you uncover because we had a full investigation when Mateus Reyes came forward, which took eight months to a year, and now what happens is that we find out that Ray Kelly says, "Hey, if you need help, I can assign some officers to do field work, right?" And so they go, "Okay, well, give us the officers." He gives us the Homicide North Detective Squad, the younger generation of the same people of that the same people that put. Up. Come on, man. So you just put the new students out. You yeah. Put, you put Hitler's and, youth out there. And there was one or two that was still there from back then. And so one guy, we get his booklet, and he has three points. And one of them is connect Reyes to us. Like, this shit is documented. This shit is not no bullshit. This ain't no lie. This shit is public record when it's dropped. <laughs> so you're, you're never angry? Like, angry? Is your anger directed towards yeah. anybody? No, my, my, anger, I, my anger gets channeled. Mm-hmm. And it gets channeled in kicking ass and exposing the truth. This is why you have the documentary. This is why you have the film. Because I put myself in a position to make those things happen. Because I always said that it took you two and a half years to charge us, try us, and convict us and send us to prison. Mm-hmm. Now we're grown. You got to deal with us for the rest of your life. Which, as we see now, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is, this, this just, is this just the beginning? Like the the when I say that, like you guys been fighting eleven plus years, y'all yeah. been fighting. Yeah. But with the world seeing it now, yeah, some people are saying, or some people may believe, okay, this is just like you know, this is just a big hurrah. Now they'll go off in the sunset. No, is this this is just the beginning. This is the beginning. Like at the end of the day, um, what they didn't do was they didn't finish us off. Mm. You see what I'm saying? They thought that they did so much damage to us. Because they didn't just give us a five to ten year sentence, they gave us a, a social death, mm-hmm. right? We was not supposed to survive prison. And once we survived it, we was not supposed to survive in society. And we survived that. 
So now it's a boxing match. You start winning. You know, you're doing your flurries in the first six rounds, but when that experience kicks in mm-hmm. and I start whipping your ass <laughs> when it really counts, don't start running. Take that ass whipping like you <laughs> took hours. Now you want to play chess. Now you want, yeah, now you want to be, wait a minute, I'm the victim here. I ain't do nothing. No, 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 no. <laughs> take that ass whipping. It's your turn. You got to take your licks. But nobody wants to do that now. Everybody wants to run, you know, write their little articles. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we see it. Say, that, oh, the series was full of lies. No, it wasn't. Series told a lot of truth. Was there anything that came out in the series that you were surprised at? Or, or, yeah. Or like during the filming that you found out about? Like I liken it to, you know, we're, we're, we're victims of the moment sometimes. Yeah. So I remember when the New Edition movie came out, I remember yeah. seeing something where they were like, no, during the, the making of the movie, I didn't know Bobby went through this. And I didn't know Johnny went through this. Was there anything like that happening during the filming of, of, of When They See Us? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we all had parts in it that we didn't know about each other. Because here we were, we came back, we band together in 2003, and we we, we fight against the system. And then that's what is that really where y'all really forged that like yeah that bond that we like needed like, like 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 it was forged before that, mm-hmm. but it reinforced itself several times. Like when I first came home, Antron, when everybody was out and I was still in, Antron wouldn't do no interviews until I came home. Gotcha. Right? He was like, nah. Once Ray get released, then we'll rock. And when I came home, it was me, him, and Kev. They took me to IHOP. Right, so it was several instances where it was. F- you remember what you got? Hmm? You remember what you got? Cheese eggs or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> you not a short stack guy? Nah, I, I, I No, no, I, I will, I will, like I will get that. But I remember okay. we had a whole bunch of shit because back then we was all big dudes. Right, and we right, would just got it, got bring it. us the pitcher of orange juice, the games. Yeah, we was yeah. You a comedian? Yeah. The games. <laughs> I said the games. I, 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 I don't know if you're trying to play me. No, I'm talking about the, the games. It's all about the games. Bro. It's all about the games. So <laughs> see, me on, yeah. see me on the app, you cowards. <laughs> and by the way, shout out to uh, Teach One Media. Y'all guys rocking with us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, especially on the we in here late night. We're burning we the midnight oil. So Jeez. appreciate. What's your name again? Benny. David. I don't know why I want to say Benny. Shout out to David and shout out to. I'm not gonna call you that. What's your name? No, no, no. AB. Shout out. I'm not gonna call. I'm not. We talking about a brother getting out of the system. I'm not gonna call another black man animal. Not, not, not this podcast. Shout out to AB. Shout out to David. Shout out to Teach One Media for holding down. We in here. No doubt. Uh, uh, Just shout out to y'all. You know, this is a a, a important to me, and I I know our listeners are appreciating it. So shout out to Atlanta uh, for. This is Southern Hospitality for real. No doubt. This was the Spotify. Never mind. Good say. You know, <laughs> don't, do don't do it. Don't do it. But who was other offices we record at? Like, Get out. <laughs> we don't care about your nigger stories. Get out. <laughs> 60 minutes. You're done, right? Get about so, yeah. So, so like you say, they, they they took you out. So this is, this this brotherhood that we see today yeah. is not a uh, a thing just for the cameras. And yeah. I, I anybody that spends any time around you, I could tell. Yeah. yeah. But um, so what's next? So, so you, 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 you guys won the... Um, I, I hate saying one because it, the it's it's yeah. not half as much it's as not, you guys yeah. deserve. It's not, but you got that W. Mm-hmm. So in re, in regards to the activism side, what's you know without you know you know we don't want to give the ops any intel, yeah. but what yeah. is the what's uh, the next wave? Well, you know we partnered with the Innocent Project. We've been dealing with them since two thousand and um, shout out to the Innocent Project. Definitely shout out, shout out to them. Um. And so, you know, they come up with a bunch of stuff and and, uh, and so they'll present it and then we're like, yeah, let's go with it. Um, they do a lot of footwork. You know what I'm saying? Um, so there's a lot of things still coming. 
Um, Are you still getting reacclimated to to being home? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, you know, even now, like I, my house, I got this nice size house, and I still don't utilize half of the shit. You know what I'm saying? I like to stay in my room, in my room. Even though my room is bigger now, mm-hmm. but it became that solitude. It replaced even inside of a big house. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, like I don't move around the big house. Like that's for the, my daughter to run around and shit like that. And and I stay in my bedroom most of the time. What um, what 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 was the catalyst to moving from New York? Um, well, what happened was you know Antron's been out here for a long time, right? And so I came to visit him, and I was like, "Damn, y'all get this much house for how much?" This shit was. Yo, David laughed because he must have been through it. <laughs> I said, "This shit is a no-brainer." Right. So it, it started out with um me buying a house, like making it like a summer home. Okay. Right. That's what I thought yeah. I can do. Um, and then I was still in New York, and then one day Antron calls me like, "Yo, what are you doing, man? Like you crazy? Like your fucking grass is like yay high. You got to cut that shit. You got to maintain yeah, your, your crib house. Is looking crazy. Your crib is looking crazy. HOA is calling you, and they want to find you because you ain't your your grass is all burnt, right? I ain't know none of that shit. Right, right. So I'm like, oh shit. So I come down to the house, spider webs all over the place, and and my grass is brown, right. not green. And I'm like, I gotta maintain this shit, so I gotta stay here for a little bit. And um, it just turned into yeah. And I was married at the time, so I was married, and um, it, it it wound up leading to a divorce. And so I said, this is perfect. Like, <laughs> you get divorced, and you just I got this house. I could just stay here now. You now, how saying? how how is maneuvering relationships, romantic relationships, uh, after such an ordeal? And I, not the divorce. I mean, just the in ordeal of, of just in general. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it the dynamic once it changed. It changed once the civil suit got announced. Like once people say, "Well, you know, we're dropping the civil suit for two hundred fifty million dollars," right? Then it's like, "Oh, how mm. you doing?" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it, it it comes with a lot of bullshit. You don't really know who's there for you. Right. You gotta you gotta kind of like filter that shit out. Um. But are you able to trust? Um, are you able to trust people? As far as you could throw them, nah, I can't. Like it, it, it's like especially with a relationship. Yeah. Like here I am now, right? And and um, you know, got the house, got the cars, you know, all the bullshit. Yeah, I heard, I heard the S, right? Just wanted. To, oh yeah, just wanted got, to point that out. You heard the S. Got all the bull. Yeah, you got you got all the bullshit. No, not the bullshit. You said the cars. <laughs> <laughs> Cars. You, did say like that. you heard that? Everybody heard the S. It was spelled C-A-R-S. Chef, you heard the S, right? I, it was it was C A R S. Got the car S. Okay, plural. Got you there. Um, and so, you know, it, you just never know. I mean, you, it takes time. You know, you 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 date someone, and it takes time to really figure them out and 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 see what the motive is. And sometimes everybody can't handle the success. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't handle the spotlight. You know, would you do a damn good job of? Because it's it's funny that you said that in prison you were the li- the liaison between the inmates and the administration. The, the administration, because even to me it seem it seemed it's like it's not like you're in the spotlight. It's like you're the one, guys. We here. Yeah. Like you're the one yeah. funneling that. Yeah. So it just looks. It's just that natural. Yeah. That natural progression. That's the role. That's the role. Antron calls me the glue. Exactly. Yeah. That would be. Antron yep. calls me the glue. I'm the person who, um, I mean, and I can't say that I didn't go to school for it. I'm not the person looking for it. It just lands in my lap. Like, you know, with the Ava stuff, mm. like that shit just happened. 
you know, when it came to the doc, when it came I was about to, to say the doc, the documentary is, is a little interesting to me more than the movie because it's like it just brings back brings me back to that point of how do you know you could trust them to tell this story? Yeah. So so what is that like? When because that was because well, what happened was like there was a lot of people who came. That's Ken. Them. That was uh, that was Ken, Ken Burns, Sarah Burns, and David McMahon. So there's a lot of people who come before that and they say, "Look, I want to do this special on you. This is how we're gonna do it." And I'm like, all right, cool. And then we do it, and this is real. This happened. And I get the call, and they're like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, it's not me. It's my producers. So what they did was instead of saying these guys are innocent, they just threw it in the air said, well, you decide. What happened? And that's not the narrative that we wanted. So a lot of this stuff was being done, but it wasn't really telling the actual truth, right? So we, so we was like, we're not doing none of that shit no more. And it got to a point that... The civil suit's taking forever. The city is stalling us. They're not making no moves, but they don't want to settle. And it's like, what do we have left? And so um, in 2003, we met Sarah Burns, mm -hmm. right? She was an intern at our attorney's office. And she didn't even know who we were. Okay. She found out that day. She's like, who are these guys? And Jonathan, who, Jonathan Moore, who was our civil attorney, he's like, oh, this is Central Park 5. You never heard? And she's like, oh, cool. And she's like, I'm writing the paper for school. Can I write it on you guys? And we were like, all right, because you were our attorney. So she writes this paper. And in the process of writing paper, she starts doing the research, right? Mm. She was nine years old when this happened. So for her, she walked into this situation with no uh, no judgment. No judgment, right. Right? Clear. And in her research, she said, shit, these dudes are innocent. So she became an advocate. She became an ally. And it's in her wanting to do something that five years later she came back and said, I want to do a book because I just want to help. And nobody else was asking, right? All these prominent figures and nobody was asking to do shit. So here was this this white girl who wanted to do something. And we was like, fuck it. All we got is her. So she writes this book. And in the process of her writing this book, her dad is editing her pages. And then one day she's like, you know, my dad is interested. He wants to do something with you guys. He wants to do a doc. And we're like, who your dad? She's like, Ken Burns. And I'm like, who the fuck is Ken Burns? I didn't know who he was. Yeah. I'm like, who, who's that? But he's interested. So I'm like, let's hear him out. So they give me like Jack Johnson. They give me some of his stuff. And I'm like, wow, this shit is dope. And just that he was interested because now he's reading behind her. So he's seeing the same thing she's seeing. But the thing about Ken Burns is that he would tell you, 1989, I bought that shit hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. I thought you guys was guilty. I can apologize. You need that, but you need that type of honesty because it, it, it shows, listen, I was put, I was eating what was put in front of me. Exactly. And so behind that, he became a bigger advocate, a bigger ally, and his platform is massive. And so, and everybody at the time was, because of what we've been through, everybody was really afraid to come forward. Or oh, they was hesitant. I'm not going to say afraid. They was hesitant to give their voice and to tell their story. And I had a conversation with Michael. And I said, fuck this. This is our moment. We got to seize this shit. And we got to come out here and we got to tell the truth because that's all we have. By the time we done did 50H hearings, we done did all that shit. And I'm like, so it's already documented what we're saying. Now let's just put that shit in film. In front of people, yeah. That's it. We don't got nothing to lose. And Michael was like, you're right. So I became the first person to do the interview. And I gave him like a two and a half hour interview. And they was like, oh yeah, we got something. 
and then everybody else stepped up, and then you got the doc, you know, which the doc in turns leads to um, changing the perception, mm -hmm. right? Now you got this visual. Everybody gets to connect with us as human beings, not as urban terrorists, um, not as wilding, not as wolf pack. And then it also leads to um, here we were fighting this case. Mayor Bloomberg didn't want to settle. He went three terms. And he said he wasn't going to settle. And what we find out is that the reason why he wasn't going to settle because when he got fired from Solomon Brothers, he received a severance package of $10 million. This is how he started his empire. The jogger was also at Solomon Brothers. Mm. So this was the connection of why he wouldn't settle the case. And so we knew this is where we start to strategize. Because it's personal. It's personal. So we said, okay, me and Yusuf, we had the biggest platforms on social media at the time, right, out of all of us. So we started the campaign hashtags of Central Park 5, CP5, Justice for the Central Park 5. And every day we would tweet that shit. Yep. Right? And it started to gain momentum. And so what happened was we said we got to get in front of every mayoral candidate that's running. And that's what we proceeded to do. So, you know, you had your four tops. We got in front of them. We got pictures. Asked them did they support the doc. They said, yeah. So we was playing chess now. Yep. Whoever gets into this office, we're going to be on that bill, right? So the thing was that we didn't know Bill de Blasio, you know, he was the public advocate, I think, at the time. Mm -hmm. He was number seven. So we was like, well, we're not really checking for him because he's <laughs> at the back, right? Until that commercial comes out with Dante. Yes. Right? And, he, and, and you find out that he has a black, black son with an afro. Yep. And, and then he shoots wife. up to number yeah. one. And we go, oh, shit, we got to get Bill. Right. So we start looking in our archives. Corey has a photo with him. So now we say, okay, this is who we got to work on because he's going to be the next mayor. But what we didn't know was that his son was working on him too because his son watched the doc. Yep. And his son is like, dad, this shit is fucked up. You got to do something. And now we become part of his campaign. We never get to meet him, but he talks about us. And he says, if I get into office. Was that purposeful, intentful? Intentional? No. That y'all never got to we meet just, or just It just never happened. Never happened. We would gotcha. have loved to meet him. We would have loved to sit down with him, but it just never happened. And then we become part of his campaign where he says the two things that he's going to change is stop and frisk and CP5. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what the moment we go, all right, this is it. We This is this is going to be over. And he did it. So let's let's fast forward the the. The, the Ava's here. Ava <laughs> hits you. Um, Y'all excited? Um, yeah. You know when the see when they see us is coming. Yeah. You you guys, Oprah's with it. Yeah. Um, De Niro. De Niro. Yeah. Well, De Niro. Like I was like De Niro. Oprah. I said this shit is about to be fire. Yeah. Yeah. But my I'm I'm seeing through it. Not a tainted, but I'm seeing through rose colored lenses because I know the story. Yeah, I have a personal connection to the story. Mm -hmm. um, take me to the 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 day before it drops. Um, because I remember the week before it drops, we're all at the Apollo. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, before that, we get to see it in L.A. Okay, okay. Like, like we go to L.A. Thank you. We go to L.A. We get to see it for the first time. Um and um we get to watch it together. Except mm. for Antron. Antron didn't come on that one. So it's me, Yusuf, Kevin, and Corey. Okay. And um and it blew it blew our mind. 
This is the first time y'all see it all together. The first time. We watched episodes one through three, and then we watched episode four. Shit. And Corey, he stood there with us because he wanted wanted us. We, We didn't know, right? We really didn't know everything he went through. Yeah. And so he wanted us to see it, and he wanted to experience it with us. And so y'all sat all for five hours. Watch that watching. shit. Watch that shit. I mean, it was like, like I said, there was a lot of stuff we didn't know about each other, and that was one. Now I, you know, I got to read the script early. Okay. Now if you see, if you see the Oprah stuff, you know, Ava makes reference to that. Mm. You know, because she was real transparent with us. Yes. She said, "This is the script. You got ideas. You don't like shit." Voice it, and um, and she did. I got the script. I read it. I voiced some things, and she, and she listened. And she talks about that mm-hmm. in the Oprah interview. Well, since she talked about it, do you feel comfortable? Like, is there something? Yeah, I'm not going to talk. Okay, about that's it. fine. So, so that's fine. um, um, so so and then um, but when I get to watch it, um, it uh uh, it hurt it because this is what the like what he goes through. In, in prison is what society and those who did this, this is what they wanted to happen to all of us. And so, you know, you get this 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 feeling like when you survive it, like we made it. But and then you look at his story and you go, you fuckers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Every all of y'all are responsible for what happens to what happens to him. You all had a hand in that shit. And and it's like you take a loss at that moment. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you boxing, you can't hit me, but then he gets hit. And you're like, fuck, man. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like ducking the shootout and yeah. seeing your man got hit. And your man gets hit. And that shit hurt it. You know what I'm saying? And and it just, it fueled the fire. It made it even, you know, it, it made it even worse. Like, we was like, we really got to go hard because what happened to him shouldn't never happen. Shouldn't have happened. And, and the system took advantage of him. You know what I'm saying? And, and and I mean, he survived. He's a warrior. You know what I'm saying? I salute him every day. I tell him I love him all the time. Um, because, he, you know, he deserves that. But there's just a part of me that it always hurts because they was able to hurt him. Is there ever a time, and it's just human, mm-hmm. is there ever a time where you and the other guys or you personally are like, damn, like, when you look back at it and you find out everything you've been like, do you feel any type of guilt on your on your own? Like, damn, I, I ain't had to say his name. I could have said. Well, I never said his name. He, no, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm just like in general. Like, do y'all feel guilt? Not that you should. I'm saying, do y'all ever feel guilt when looking back at it now that you know what he went through, and then you kind of look at your time where you're like, yeah, I was the man where I went in. Such and such was good. Like, you ever look back? Not like, guilt, but it it, it 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 takes me to a place that I'm like. I wish I could have held him down. Yeah. I wish I could have been there for him. Um, who the fuck did it? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Who touched, you know what I'm saying? Like, who stabbed him? Yeah. Who these motherfuckers that jumped him? You know what I'm saying? It, it takes you there. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you can't do that. You know what I'm saying, but but it takes you there though. It takes you and what there. Is that? And, and what is yeah. that? And I guess that that's how we'll, we'll end it. Like, what does that feel like? Right, the part where you win, but quote unquote can't get revenge. Because us as black people, we got to be the most forgiving. Well, yeah. I don't say we gotta, but we choose, or we're always in a position where we mm-hmm. have to forgive those who do 
harm to us. Yeah. What did that feel like in your position where it's like, okay, on this side, it looks real good. But I don't want to forgive these motherfuckers. And I don't want these motherfuckers to go without repentance, mm-hmm. is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. How did that feel? No, I mean, it, 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 and it still exists to this day because these motherfuckers never said sorry. Never right? will. And they never will. So as long as they never will, we'll be sitting there hitting them with the Mayweather. That's just how it's going to go. You know what I'm saying? As long as one, two, until you repent, we're going to keep stomping on your ass. And if you don't, that's just how, that's how you're going to finish. Bang. You guys, you want to ask them? I heard, I heard a deep breath. What, what does an apology look like? At this point, we don't even expect an apology. At this point, um, I'm gonna beat your ass so much with success. I don't want an apology. So you, now the apology the apology doesn't matter no more. And I like beating your ass. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. like, mm-hmm. like for real. I'm here for it. So, so at the end of the day, how we do that is being successful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How we do that is showing you that we alive, that we here, we spreading the message. Everybody's gonna know what you did to us, and. If you can't walk the street, that's not my problem. That's yours. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so when you literally could not walk the street, they they didn't lose an ounce of sleep. They didn't lose an ounce of sleep. So I'm not going to lose an ounce of sleep at the end of the day. And so it, it's all about us keeping keep winning. Keep winning. And, and every morning that they wake up and they go outside and they see somebody with a Brotherhood t-shirt on and they go, fuck these dudes, man. Let's talk about that. Let's end on that. Um, let's end on that. Super, super positive. Yeah. You just gave us bars. You sure? You sure you didn't? You sure you gave a rapper? That was a few. That was bars. I like whooping your ass. What? That's the next Park Madison shirt. Uh, but hey, you That's never know. That's fire. You hey, never know. You know what? We go, hey, cut that part out. So when the shirt drop, I get a little bit of percentage. No, but um, let's talk about Park Madison. Yeah, um, like I said, I had an insight mm-hmm. to it before anything. Uh, yeah. Once again, rest in peace, OG Red. Shout out to Combat. Yeah. Um, you promoted it there. Yeah. And then I was following your Instagram. I remember the drop. I was like, oh, shit, fire. Then just through our connection, you sent me some stuff. And I was like. Oh, nah, whatever this nigga. I'm riding with this nigga. Yeah. Like, where did, uh, where did that... that Passion for, um, I hate for it to rhyme, but where did that passion for fashion come from? <laughs> I hate that that rhymed. That shit was. You did that on purpose. I, I didn't. I really didn't. Spit a ball. I, a little, I'm, trying. I'm trying to battle. I'm trying to battle. <laughs> a ball to the ball. <laughs> the bang, the bang. No doubt. But where did that, where did Paul um, Madison and the inspiration for that come so from? So the inspiration comes from me always sketching. Mm-hmm. When I was in Franklin, I was sketching, right? Clothing lines. Right. Um, I have books trying to regain it, trying to regain the passion. Um, but it always fades out because I'm doing other shit. And so it wasn't until after exoneration, um, I was working at New York Sports Club, right? And I was a manager there. And this dude walks in and um, he wants to train one of my trainers. But he's like, I'm not paying that price. And I'm like, what do you mean you're not paying the price? He's like, I'm not paying that shit. Give me a fucking deal like you give them other people. Right. So me and him, why I'm negotiating? And he says... I like your fucking style. You're a great negotiator. Is this he, in New York? Or? This is in New yeah. York. So he leaves out. I bump into him maybe a couple of days later at the sneaker store. And he does the same thing in the sneaker store to the manager. You see all this 
Adidas shit, I'm not paying full price. Give me the fucking discount like you give them. <laughs> and he gets the fucking discount. I want to know who the fuck them is. No, 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 them no, no, get like a dude. great so, deal. I like this so, style. I like this. So approach. I'm like, damn, this <laughs> fucking dude. And so we get cool, right? And this happens to be um, my guy named Rashid Young, right? Rashid Young was president of Fat Farm, ran yep. with Russell for many yep. years. Pastry, all that shit. So, Might not want to shout out Pastry. It wasn't. I'm just saying it was a $50 million company. Jesus so, Christ. Jesus Christ. Oh, um, they did very well. was buying pastry? <laughs> they, somebody was. Somebody was. Because they did a lot. They did, they, gonna find they did you great. Women. <laughs> all you bad yeah, bitches the, out here today. The cheesecake sneakers oh and all my, that. that. The chocolate was, mousse. That shit was so bad. And but that shit was cracked. They was it was selling. They was moving units. I'm gonna find y'all. Cause all you bad bitches with these red bottoms. That means that means nine out of ten of you had a pastry. You had a pastry sneak on. <laughs> Don't cut it out now. Cookie and cream and all that. You was wearing that shit. <laughs> But so me and him, you know, we wind up having lunch. We sit down. He's like, Ray, you know, like you can travel the world, like enjoy your life. And I was like, I got a passion that I want to fulfill. And he's like, well, what? And I'm like, I want to do a clothing line. And he's like, are you fucking serious? Like, nigga, you just won. You got the money. Go travel the world. Go live your life. And I said, no, this is something that it isn't. It still lingers. I never got to do it. And he says, all right, fuck it. Cool. I'll show you how to do it. And so- um, we launched Park in Madison 2015 because I lived on 111th Street between Park and Madison. Yep. Right. And if you and if you go downtown, Park Avenue has for those of you who don't know, Park Avenue has all the doormen, mm-hmm. high rise buildings, and Madison Avenue has a lot of high end boutiques. Mm-hmm. So we created the slogan was like, "Live on Park, shop on Madison." Right. Bye. But that's where the basis of it came from. And so we we launched it. Did pretty good. Right, but it was you know I mean we got a couple of celebrities to wear. Swiss wore it. Nori always wears it. Shout out to Nori. Shout out to Nori. Swiss Ching Bing. Ching, Ching stay in a Ching park, Bing, man. Yeah, was, yeah. He had one. I was like, wait a minute, I didn't get. I man, I see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, he, he he always. You're ready, my shirt's at. I got you. Um, Nas wore it. Yep, right, I, Nas I, I Nas got to that. wear one of our first joints. Um and so we did yeah, that. Went crazy when I backed out that that the BBS joint or the BBS. Oh the yeah, BBS Emery, Emery, Emery yo, loves that. Emery, Emery, yo. Emery loves the BBS. And I had that shit that night. Nigga, yeah. like, yo, I remember wearing that shit. I was at MTV. I watched it MTV. And they was they went crazy. They were like, what is that? You got gold? And I I, I, ain't, I ain't got style. I ain't got to say what sneakers they was with. But just no. <laughs> I, yeah, I saw that. They were. Yeah, they were. I want to you know. I, just, I posted that photo. It's not cars. It's just a sneaker. But it was a good. But that shirt was. That's why I was like, oh no, he got some. Yeah. And then boom, the, the brotherhood. And, and then the brotherhood. And um and so I I I I created the brotherhood. I was in the house contemplating and and I created the brotherhood and the tribute same day. And I just sat on them for a little bit. Got the mocks done for them and then I just sat on them. And I was in LA talking to Ava. And I said, You wanna see what my next shirt is? She said, Yeah, let me see. And I showed this one. She's like, boom, that's it right there. I'm like, what do you mean? That's it. You know, I'm just fucking with her. She's like, Ray, this is gonna be your winner. And I'm like, yeah, eh. So she's like, listen. I just want you to know Santana, Raymond Santana <laughs> don't believe nobody. Nothing, boy. No, he, dead ass. Yeah. I, I want people do. Yo, Raymond, yo. yo, Raymond, it's out. Yo, Raymond, uh, it's nighttime outside. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. 10 o'clock PM. What you mean it's a nighttime? That shit's still light outside. We going outside. <laughs> for I gotta see it for myself. <laughs> and so, you know, A was like. Ray, like, 
get five thousand shirts. And I'm like, hey, you bugging? Like, you, you bugging? Like, ain't you nobody expected five thousand to go. I didn't expect it to go, and so I said, nah, I'm gonna just do a thousand shirts, <laughs> right? And so we dropped it right before mm-hmm. the series, right? I remember when because I was like, I remember, I remember I was, I remember somebody was like. Somebody hit me and was like, yo, you think you can get him to send me one? <laughs> I was like, nigga, he, unbeknownst to you or anybody, I was like, nigga, I just bought three. Like, I just bought three off the rip. Yeah. Like, nah, nigga, I'm not asking for nothing. Yeah. Like, nothing. But then you must have you must have seen the ship in it because you DM me and was like, oh, your shit on the way. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I right, bet. Yeah, yeah. I got, you know, when I see stuff like that, I get you. Um, and it was just like, like literally a thousand shirts was gone in two days. And now you got now you you about to be in the warehouse. You, yeah, you, you I had cooking. to. I, I mean, I hired four staff members. That shit didn't work. Like it's just too much. And then now we got to go to the warehouse. And you going and you doing international now. Yeah, we can we do international in like another week. Um, I can't say the numbers on here though. No, 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 don't please don't <laughs> do, that. do that. Don't but, um, do that. But um, we all operate under the same code. No right, indictments. Right. No indictments. <laughs> but. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Problem. Yeah, it's a good problem where it's people awesome. are like, where's my fucking shirt? Like, I told you, my baby mother was on. My, I sent it alive. I said, look, the nigga is talking about it right now. You gonna get your shirt. Leave me alone. Yeah, I had to do that like three or four times. Listen, my mom is. My mom was like, I wanna. I said, you stole mine. Relax. Yeah. Relax. I can't even give that shit away. Like, I get, I get caught. Like, people call me like, let's do pop ups. I'm like, I can't. You can't. You can't even afford the. I can't. I can't. Every shirt, as soon as it comes in, is counted for. It's gone. Literally. Like, we can't do no pop-ups. We got stores wanting the shirt. Can't do it. There's a million There's a million bootlegs out there now. Yeah, if, yo, yo, don't wear them bootlegs, yo. Yeah, don't wear them bootlegs. If it don't say parking mats on the sleeve, you got a bootleg. Don't come to me asking me to sign your shirt if it's a bootleg. And what's that like? I, I remember... Man. I, I I'm I do something I do something for attention, right? I do something for an acknowledgement, right? So I so like the first time somebody asked to take a picture with me or asked me to sign something, I'm like, yeah. me? What the fuck? Like you see me at the at the at the at the at the basketball game, I'm like, okay, let's take this picture. Yeah. But you you're just living your life. Yeah. And people want you to sign things. What? Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's flattering. Um, I, I wish it could have been under different, something different, yeah. different circumstances, but I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? It's flattering to know that you give somebody hope. To to hear people come to you and say, because of your case, my mom wouldn't let me go out. She wouldn't let me do this. She wouldn't let me do that. But now I'm a lawyer. Like, that's that's a reward. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's part of giving back. You know, when you help somebody and you help steer them in the right direction. So it's flattering. I take it. It's a good acknowledgement. It just sometimes gets overwhelming. And I guess I'll end on this question. Do you feel whole? Like right now, do you feel whole? No, I can't. Um, one because we still fighting. Mm-hmm. Like as long as there's a battle, you never feel whole. And then also, like I look at my bros, like Corey, Corey, you know, Corey. Shout out to you, like, shout out to Corey. Just got that nice place. Shout out to Corey. You deserve that. <laughs> my mom went crazy. I'm gonna call. Yeah, what time? Is it? I might be too late to call her. I want you to know that when that news hit. She blew my phone up like I bought the crib. Yeah. She said, did you see this? I said, what? Yeah. She said, Corey just bought this nice house over. Yes, Corey. I said, I don't know the man. I know Raymond. I don't know Corey, but yes, he got the crib. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was just it was done under, under some shady business that they put his business out there like that because they, they want to just be foul about it. 
Um, but I'm happy for him. And, and and he'll tell you himself, like, he's not whole because here we, we have been able to like move on, have families, right? Have kids. He hasn't he hasn't got there yet. He's trying to get there. And it's up to us to make sure he doesn't rush. Take his time. You know, be a brother to him. Like, you don't got to rush. Take your time. When you ready, you ready. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's until he gets to that place, then I think it's a step in us being whole. You know what I'm saying? Accountability for each other. Wanting him to be good. You know what I'm saying? So that when it is all over. when it, Yeah. When it is all in over, when it's all over and we not fighting no more and we can rest, we could look at each other and be like, all right. Do you think that, damn it, I didn't want to ask another question. But yeah, I don't know. Damn. I don't know. Do you think that day will come? I don't know. Okay. I, I mean, I, I can see it. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe it will. I believe it will eventually. Um, it just takes time. I mean, you know, you got to remember some of these people is really old. And so they're dropping. You know what I'm saying? And so at the point when there's nobody left to fight, you know. You just got to be like, all right, this is it. This is time where we rest. And, have, and, the th- have the Thanos moment at the end of uh, the Infinity yeah. War. Just I'll take that. Sit down. Yeah. But he should have kept the glove on, though. I ain't he should have kept the glove. Don't take the glove <laughs> off. Don't take the glove off. Why would you take the gauntlet off? Why would you take that well, off? Well, he had to. For what? Because it was broke. After the snap, it was destroyed. I thought he got a new gauntlet. No. No, he went back. and They went back into another time. You're right. I'm tripping. Jesus. I'm tired. Look, see, look I, listen. I'm a nerd for real. I, we could do this. But... Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, I'm. Th- what are we at, uh, David? We're, we're, I know we're well over, David. I know we're well over. What are we at? You know you're over. We're at three hours. So um, if it's all right with you, Raymond, we're going to do this in two parts. I'm, we're going to give this to the neighborhood in two parts. That's fine. Um, because I don't want anybody to fast forward. Or re- I want them to be able to really digest this. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't want to tell the same story the movie told. Yeah. I wanted them to get to know you. I wanted yeah. to get to know the the guy I looked to as a like I said, an inspiration, a big brother. Just by proxy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If 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 it's never if 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 I don't ever told you you still gonna be my big bro because just you living and you taking the time like I said in that message, you respond to every message. So when that when it was an honor for, for Netflix to reach out and it was an honor for the root to reach out, great vine, it was an honor to do that because like I got connection. This this brother right here, he lives Mm-hmm. He lives this, mm-hmm. um, and as long as I'm living and breathing, these platforms will be used okay. to 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 100% support Park Madison, Raymond Santana, Kevin Richardson, Yusef Salam, Corey Wise, and Antron McCray. Um, listen, neighborhood, y'all got this one. Um, We've been here for three hours. They ain't stutter. <laughs> we was giving y'all some good shit. Uh, y'all had Raymond Santana here. Um, watch the movie. Um, I get it. I understand those who may be triggered, and I understand mm-hmm. those who may be uh, who may feel they don't need to put themselves through that trauma. Um, in school, we didn't have a choice in what we learned, and uh, this isn't this 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 isn't a, uh, what's the word? This isn't a history lesson. This is a stark reminder of of what. Your cousins, uncles, anybody could deal with. Uh, I think that shows these were boys, these were children. Um, so I, I, I implore you to watch it. Um, I'm not of the elk of telling people, oh, white people don't want to need to watch. No, because it ain't, it ain't gonna change date. We need to know what we're up against and what is on the other side of those families that we're forgetting about. Um, it's just a story that I feel ties in so many intersectionalities.
um, with Corey's sister, um, the, the the intersect of of Afro Latinas and Black people. All you spent just it brought together so much. So mm-hmm. watch when they see us streaming on Netflix right now. Um, make sure you follow Raymond Santana. Yep, Santana Raymond on uh, on all social media platforms. Also Park Madison NYC. Make sure you buy the real thing. Yeah, don't be out there buying them bootlegs. We not signing none of them shirts that are fake. Not at all. You got to have the Park Madison stamp on the sleeve. That's right. Um, And then maybe one day you could get cars. <laughs> cars. Because I'm not going to I'm not gonna be able to... Re- I'm not going to rest till I get cars. <laughs> um, Shout out to the CAA podcast. The P fucks me up every time, and now I know why. The P is supposed to be a person, but it means podcast. Ha! Boom, boom. But Leo. <laughs> Listen, it's been a while. We didn't fuck three hours. I'm not even tripping. I just watched that light bulb go off, man. That was fun. That was exciting. I was <laughs> wondering why the fucking. It always, I'm like, the P throws me. Who the fuck is the P? Yeah, I got, yeah, the I P got is yelled a podcast. at. I got yelled at just now for you figuring it out. My apologies. That's you, know, you know, I'm little. I'm not mad at I'm like, little, you know, we, we yell up. And then you're going to charge me to, to get on the, you're going to call me a coward. Get on the run app. Get on the Nike run app, you coward. Yeah, see, just like that. Raymond's going to be on there with me. Yeah, I'm coming on there. You're going to call me a coward Nike, too? Nah, I ain't going to do that. I appreciate it. I mean, if, if Nike more. hooked me up, I mean, I'm yeah, not mad at hey. you. I'd be like, look, bro, <laughs> you already know. Nike <laughs> like, What are we doing? I didn't do that to you. What are you doing to me? What are you doing to me? What are you doing to me, Raven? That's not how you treat a little brother. What are you doing? <laughs> Ruining it for me. All I said, see me on the run app. I say which one? The Nike run app. See me on the Nike run app. You cowards. <laughs> Leo, thank you for riding shotgun with me. Man, it was a pleasure. I appreciate uh, you having me. And thank you for allowing me to listen oh, to your story. Pleasure, I man. really do. Thank you so thank much. You. No doubt. Any any final words for you, Leo? I have nothing. Good. I'm more blown. Um, tell people to follow the podcast. <laughs> I'm saying Raymond said everything I to say. That was just that was literally just me being nice. Tell people to follow your podcast. CAA podcast. Catch us on uh, Stitcher. And the P stands for podcast. Apple Music, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. They're gonna get a link tree, guys. Link I tree. promise they're gonna get a link we'll tree. We'll get a link tree. Chef, you want to say something to the people? There's a microphone right there. Don't act like you're not a podcaster. Chef, say something. Hurry up so we get out of here. I, is that one on? It, you don't got to. Oh, it's right there. You Okay. Shout out to Mouse. <laughs> Shout out to Raymond Santana. Teach one. <laughs> Leah taking pictures. Oh, hold voice. on now. We didn't. We didn't. Oh. Mm-mm. Oh, excuse mm-mm. me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Both of these niggas with these fucking radio voices. Uh, follow me on Chef welcome. Waits. No, we cut that out. Make sure you don't even got to send that to me. That part don't got to be on there don't at that. all. I keep telling you niggas stop trying to get your Instagram up. That's not for the Instagram, that's for the podcast. No, he said Chef Wait, he didn't say the podcast. The Chef Dan Green Adam podcast. All platforms. They're gonna get a link tree. We just got the episode 100. We on 101. Congratulations. Congratulations. I ain't never did nothing that long, you know. This is great. Chef, it's not about you. Chef, this is not about you. I I gave you you. a moment. Thank you, I'm out. Get the fuck are you saying you can't do it? David. You did that. Thank you. A B. Thank you, the On Deck TV podcast. Shout out to those brothers. It's funny how this shit all works because they came and uh, pulled up on me at A3C last year and just showed me love. Just okay. 
And I always appreciate shit like that. Because, you know, I'm my head or you know, I'm always like, who the fuck coming up to me? But them them two brothers, the two husky big brothers. So I was like, listen, whatever I'm gonna do, it's only gonna I only got one. One yeah, that's I got question. one shot. I'm taking one of these niggas' beards off. A ton of I'm punching a beard off. Yeah. Niggas came up, they're like, you mouse? I said, Oh shit. <laughs> this nigga chef wasn't nowhere near. That, then, this fucking hobbling ass. He just got off credit. His big ass was nowhere near. Me and Leo wasn't even fucking frigid. I was assed out. I'm in the middle of Atlanta. I just I knew I'm getting my ass wrong. I'm like I done said fuck Atlanta somewhere. Somebody gonna be these niggas be shit. defending uh these niggas be defending Lil Wayne and J Cole every time I say something about them. I said what the fuck y'all want? They're like I know we support you. Then we under. I said who think I? They didn't know that till today. Woo. I was like who? God. <laughs> so these niggas about to whoop my ass. Live another day. Listen, I was gonna one of these niggas was gonna come a beardless though. Like I was gonna punch a beard, or it was gonna be a beard on the floor of that A3C. That's like walking by, looking at the beard. What the like just beard? like yeah, but the nigga that got beat up, he did that. He punched one of their beard, but they fucked him up. Yeah, he's that's him right there, laid in the uh, beard. That's him. Uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you, uh, Teach One Media. I appreciate y'all. If y'all in Atlanta and y'all recording a podcast um, that nobody's gonna listen to, why not do it with Teach One Media? You know, why not? Why not? That's what? so wait. <laughs> What? No, 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 I ain't that nice. I've been real positive this podcast. I can't fucking function. I got to tell the truth at some point. Some of y'all motherfuckers are recording these podcasts and ain't nobody fucking listening. It is 50 fucking listens. If you're going to spend money with a fucking podcast, let it be a black, this is black owned, right? A fucking black owned studio That's like right. Teach One Media. That's holla right. at Dave, holla at my nigga AB, AB and get that shit done here. So maybe you could go from 50 listens to 51. Uh, guys, thank y'all. <laughs> no, I, but I do mean this from the bottom of my heart. And I'll probably tell you for the next, for years to come, thank you. Oh, thank you. We've for, been trying to do this for a long th- thank time. Thank you for not only doing this, thank you for continuing to live. Thank you for just embracing me um, as a brother. And uh, listen, this has been the guys next door. Like I said, y'all get this in two parts. Um, I'm Mouse Jones. I'm Leo. Raymond Santana. And this was the guy next door. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.